2: Thanks for tuning in to Americana Music Profiles. It's season three, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine in print and Americanamusicmagazine.com online. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's join in on another great conversation with one of the Americana Music Industry's super talented artists. North Carolina native Brad Hudson has had a long musical career In his young life, that includes a long relationship with Dollywood and the Parton family, as well as the Larkins, the Carolina Road Band, and he's been nominated by Spigma for Dobro and Bass Player of the Year. Brad is my guest on this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Well, hi, Brad. Welcome to the program today.
3: Hello, and uh, it's great to be here, man.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. Glad to get a chance to to catch up with you and learn more about your music and and what you've been about. Uh you're in uh, you're a Carolina native, but you're now in Tennessee. Is that right?
3: That is true. Um, I was born and raised um, Eastern North Carolina. You know, Richlands, North Carolina, the Jacksonville area, where uh, the Camp Lejeune Marine Corps base is out there on the coast. Sure. And, um, uh, years uh, later, after that, um, just to pursue uh, more music and in um, a career in music, and I moved over to East Tennessee uh, to the uh, Pigeon Forge, uh, Sevierville uh, area. Yep. So that's where mm-hmm. I'm currently residing now.
2: Okay. And I, I was looking through the uh, looking through some notes here, and uh, you started pretty early, huh? Yeah, I did. Um, I
3: started um, around three or four years old. Um, actually in church um as a kid i was um, just really intrigued you know with with music um and um, i'd seen some some folks playing in our home church and um, just at different things around the area and i became intrigued with it and um i mentioned to my parents you know that i like to do it and um there was a guy in our church that actually reached out and uh, said he would like to you know to work with me and give me a few lessons and I uh, his name was uh, Matt Griffin. Um, it was our pastor's wife's brother, actually.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, so um, we started, you know, at, a, at an early age. You know, um, my family got me a just a, a learner guitar, and um, he started teaching me. And I had three or four lessons with him, and just kind of kept progressing. And um, our uh, pastor told me, he said, you know, when you learn how to, uh, to 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 hear the music and hear the changes, you know, with the pianists, at church he said you're more than welcome to get up here and, and play along so after a few years of you know working at it you know i got to be able to do that and uh yeah that was good learn. incentive <laughs> so it was very good incentive you know and um so i learned a lot you know because they were older musicians and kind of seasoned and you know just kind of helped and uh, and did everything they could to uh, help me and uh, i really appreciate that so that's kind of where you know, this all started out.
2: Well, it must have all worked out pretty good for you. It looks like you got to do a, a, a lot of things before, uh, before you even graduated high school that, uh, um, a lot of musicians, uh, don't get to do even in a, in a lifetime. I, you've got a quite, a, quite a, quite a colorful journey there, um, all the way through your high school years.
3: Yeah, I did, you know, um, I was very fortunate to, uh, be around the music, although there's not, there's not a lot of per se, uh, music in eastern north carolina um you know it's more you know it starts more in raleigh area mm-hmm. and you know, it's all going west but um there's a few bands around there and um, i as growing up just picking with some of them and just got out and people got to seeing that you know i, I was a, i was available to play and stuff and i'm growing up and um, i've I worked with um some, some bluegrass bands around the area. Um, one of them, one one band that was a real big inspiration to me was a gospel band in that area, and they were um, New River Gospel was the group, and mm-hmm. it was older musicians, and some of them down the line were kin to you know my granddad's side. But anyway, I, I played with them a lot, and then another group, uh, the Grassy Creek Band, um, some friends of mine, and uh, then I worked with um, a country artist when I got into. To learn how to play Dobro, you know, I just got intrigued with pedal steel guitar, and I was playing pedal steel and all sorts of things, and mm-hmm. I played a country band. And um, his name was Don Cox, and he actually had a record deal with Step One Records out of Nashville, and uh, he had some few songs on the start, so it was really neat to, to be able to work with those guys and just kind of hone in, you know, the craft, pretty much. And how
2: old were you at that time?
3: Um, At that time, I was probably... I guess 14, 15 years old uh, working with them and doing that and then um, after that um, I got the opportunity to work at a uh, in a production show out on the coast. It was called the uh, Crystal Coast Jamboree mm-hmm. and in that show I was a, you know a, basically an auxiliary musician. I played several instruments and performed and um, all sorts of things in that show so that was a, another great learning experience for me and in that show, you know, I was able to learn. I learned a lot about the Nashville numbering system, which is very you know a useful tool mm-hmm. to all studio musicians nowadays, and even on stage. You know, um, just knowing the number system and you know the circle of fifths and how things revolve and work around. You know, so that was a very um, good learning experience for me, and being a part of that with those seasoned musicians in that show as well.
2: And was that uh, predominantly weekend work, or how did you work that through your through your um, high school work? It
3: it was it was four days a week, and and you know it was Thursday and Friday, and uh, it was very tiring for me. Um, but the producer of the show, he actually was in the show as well, but he lived near me, and um, after I'd get out of school um, before I got my driver's license, um, my parents would you know take me over to his house, and I would ride with him down to the show mm-hmm. um but obviously in the summertime it was a lot easier but yeah that's how we worked that out um i never missed any school um for that uh so but like i said it was very tiring and it d- definitely during the school year um but we made it work and um so <laughs> we survived
2: <laughs> and and then um you you went to work for the larkins is that right
3: i did um actually uh, there was a we had a i was growing up there was a um association there in our county called the um uh-, uh the coastal north carolina bluegrass association and every year we had a big festival in january at my high school mm-hmm. and um we had um the larkins had always they they had came you know off and on for years and um i became friends with them and um, got to to learn um that they had um were looking their older daughter that had oldest daughter that played baseball and previously she decided to get off the road and they had some fill-ins for a few years but opportunity came and um i auditioned with them um to play up right and travel with them so i did that um you know going uh right you know into my senior year and graduating um played bass with them and traveled for a while mm-hmm. and um and that was that was pretty cool, um, because I was really good friends with them and you know, we done stuff, you know, um that, like uh, they had a video out with Dolly at the time, a song that Dolly wrote called Steady As the Rain and uh, so they were promoting that and uh, they had stuff, you know, country charts back then to so doing you know, Grandville dates and stuff yeah. like that. So that yeah. was real, real sweet, to, And that was when, you know, they put a lot of casinos back then and um got to do shows with, you know, people like Colin Ray and Eric Church and Hmm. some of the older uh, country artists I remember, you know, being at some of those casinos as well with us, so.
2: And how long ago was this for you?
3: Um, I'd say this was in probably 06, 07. Okay, so
2: really not that long ago.
3: Not not too long ago, no. Um, And then um, that actually led to... um, to me working with Dolly's brother Randy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we uh, I had a friend uh, Randy was actually opening up a, uh, a musical theater in Roanoke Rapids North Carolina just right off the interstate of um, I-95 and okay. um a fiddle player friend of mine said they were looking you know for another auxiliary player and a, and a guy singer so um, I contacted the band leader and we set up an audition and I came up and um auditioned, and uh, they liked what they heard, and uh, we worked out a deal, and I signed on, and I worked there for a year um, with Randy, and uh, man, it was was another great learning experience for me, and and just being a part with Randy, Um, but there was a lot of uh, issues, you know, just with the budgeting and things, um, because it was a a city kind of thing um, that that was funding that whole thing, Mm -hmm. so, um, but, but the year I was there... Um, it was good, and um, like I said, I had a, a great learning experience, and I got to I meet a lot of people. Got to do some stuff with Dolly and meet Dolly, and uh, oh, cool! And just and working with Randy was um, was very beneficial, and I'm still pretty close to Randy. You know, he's he, he always treated me nice, and he's like another father figure. so mm-hmm. I really appreciate appreciate all that from him. And you've gotten to do
2: um, several things with the uh, the Parton family, right?
3: I have. Um, you know, after leaving uh, Randy, um, when that was over, um, I got the opportunity to tour and play. I, I came on full-time and played bass for Lorraine Jordan and Carolina Rose. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked with her about three or four years and um, done that. And then that's in the midst of that is when I moved um, over to Pigeon Forge and um, I was uh, contacted... Um, um, by by Randy and some of them, and they were doing some stuff at Dollywood. i done some stuff at Dollywood, but then I actually got um, the opportunity to work at um, Country Tonight Theater here in town. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to work there in uh, 2010, the end of 2010, first 2011. I worked there for five years. I was the uh, bass player and a tenor singer and a featured vocalist there. Oh, cool. And I... and why would that show um the show one show of the year a few times and um and those uh, that was another great learning experience for me and um got to be in just a great show with great musicians and a lot of the guys in the band in that show um had worked you know from from people like loretta Lynn to george jones
0: mm-hmm,
3: to, mm-hmm. you know uh, all the greats so um so that was really good and that because was a nightly I, was that a nightly
2: performance
3: yeah, nightly performance, seven, seven nights a week. And then um, two shows on, um, they do a matinee show on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But okay. It's full-time, full-class production show um, in a big band. Uh, and it had dancers, comedians, and two youth performers in the show. It's one of the really um, mainstay shows here on the on the Parkway in Pigeon Pool just in here. They're celebrating their, I think, 25th season this year. So. Uh, oh, wow, cool it's an honor to be a part of that great sure. show
2: yeah what a tough job huh <laughs>
3: yeah yeah so uh with, with, with being there um i did get the opportunity to, to work over at dollywood and, and dolly's family show um so um, i was a sub musician because i was full-time over at country Night. It was hard you know to do that too so but if i was able to help anyway i, I did mm-hmm. over there but um then um i got married um I met my wife. She's from here, and uh, the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm, cool. <laughs> um, so uh, I met her, and um, we had. Um, I'd always uh, gospel music at all has always been you know a, a big part of my life, just growing up in church and learning how to play in church. And uh, I got the opportunity. Um, there was two job two jobs available, and um, I w- I went in audition to work with the Isaacs. Mhm, and I was of, uh, I auditioned you know to play drums for the Isaacs and um uh, I went to uh Becky and John Bowman's house and auditioned and um everything went great they loved it um and then I played um you know some um, other instruments with them and uh Sonia called me, and we just talked back and forth and she said, You know we got a guy that's been filling in and she said he lives basically closer to us. she said, We love what you do, but we just felt like you might be you know, a waste, you know, per se. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of kinda overqualified, basically, is what she said, um, because, you know, you sing and play other instruments, and we're just looking for a drummer.
0: Okay,
2: so, yeah.
3: Uh, so at that same time, another position came open, uh, which was a godsend, um, with Jeff and Cherry Easter.
2: Yeah, ah, cool.
3: And um, so I called Jeff, and it was wild how that worked out, but I went and I actually went I went out for a weekend with them on the road, and um, they liked what they heard, and um, they wanted to offer me a job, so um, I came back to country tonight and just kind of told them that, you know, I, I prayed about, you know, uh, something like this, and um, that I had the opportunity to, to get back out on the road and kind of do, you know, my dream. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I worked, out, I worked out a notice, and uh, they were able to get me out. And, Everything was great, and they were very supportive in it. And uh, we went on, and uh, my first show with with Jeff and Sherry was actually the National Quartet Convention here in Pigeon Forge that year, uh, 2014. I think, yeah, 2014 was the year. Mm -hmm. And um, I started working with Jeff and Sherry Easter. So, um, and man, that was. Um, I really enjoyed that. I got to meet a lot of folks. Um, we did a lot of stuff to you know the Gaithers and on you know on TV with Bill Gaither. Yeah. And meeting Bill, and meeting Bill Gaither was you know probably one of the highlights of my career. Someone mm-hmm. that had just you know so seasoned and
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. had
3: uh, you know wrote so many songs and just he's been you know he's pretty much a statue in, in gospel music. Yeah.
2: So, right. So then, at some point, you ended up back with uh, Lorraine and Carolina Road, too, right? Yeah. Just not that long ago.
3: Yeah, it was at the end. Um, The reason I got off the road with Jeff and Sherry, it it was something we really didn't have any control over. Um, My wife's grandmother actually um, got ill, Mm -hmm. and she she pretty much much raised my wife. And um, so we felt like it would be, because we had moved down to Georgia near Jeff and Sherry when I went to work with them. And we just felt like that because um, they had to put my wife's uh, grandmother on oxygen full time, and, and um, you know, so we felt like it would be good to move back and um, and get a place near near her. Where we
0: sure.
3: Can make sure that she has supper every night and yeah. just kind of help her out. So that's what we done, and um, it was then um, I had uh, already had made a, you know commitment to the rain that I would play um, on the country grass project that she done mm-hmm. with Pine and uh, so I finished that out, and uh, she approached me um, about, you know, she said she was going to be having some tour dates and some country grass shows, and would I be interested in doing that? And I said, sure, you know, I'd love to. And um, we done some music videos out in Nashville with some of the artists that was on that project, and um, and, and even went, done some shows um, with uh, Eddie Raven and the Kentucky Headhunters and people like that that was involved in that project right, as well. Right, yeah. So yeah, great album. I did that. Yeah, it was. And, um, I did that coming back, you know, from Jeff and Cherry. Um, I did that when, um, she needed me to do that, but I then took a full time spot back. Um, that's when Dolly and Randy and the entertainment folks over at Dolly were to contact me and they had an opening in a new show that Dolly had just wrote, um, about her life and her family. Right. Yeah. And it's uh, called my people. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, I was an auxiliary musician in that show. And that show kind of featured uh, Dolly's in the show the whole time on a big screen. It's like a modern technology kind of thing. And um, it's all time-coded where, you know, we play to a click track and it's all of Dolly's songs and her family sings with her and she sings and they tell stories together mm-hmm. about how everything happened for Dolly, you know, from being raised um, from nothing to, to what she's done and, and is today. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. that was, it's pretty neat, and I still go over from time to time and, and, and sub over there in that show if I'm available, which is very hard to with the you know the tour schedule that I have and as much stuff is going on for me. But um, but those are great folks, and I do appreciate every opportunity that yeah, that Dolly, those, those folks have gave me.
2: And then not too long ago, you um, you joined up with the guys from from Sidelines, Steve Dilling, and
3: uh, yeah, I did, uh, yeah. And, and, um, that uh, happened um, we actually were on a bluegrass uh, cruise um, with the uh, Song of the Mountain cruise Right. I was yeah. on there with the plane and um, you know uh, got to talking with Steve and I've known Steve for a long time you know and a big fan of his from when he was the Dirt Time Out mm-hmm. all those years
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um, he had talked to me he said man he said you know if we ever he said you're killing the dirt bro he's gonna love your vocals he said if you're ever we uh, ever need a or interested in adding the six piece to the band, man, he said, we'd love to talk to you. So, you know, we just tossed it around and, um, didn't really think much of it. And then, um, later on we had some, a couple other shows and saw Steve and he threw it around again. And it was, um, we had, um, I think him and his wife had came on vacation up Pigeon Forge. And, um, we had, we went out to supper one night and called a show or something. And he said, man, we're seriously thinking about it, you know, and, you know the thing with the rain. You know it was, it was even you know wasn't really that busy with the country grass stuff. And you know I'd always wanted to be in a part of a band like you know the caliber sideline, all great musicians and
2: sure, it's yeah, a different
3: style, hard driving grass. So um, so I decided to make the move and um and and join the guys. And um, it was in the middle of, of all that that you know I was approached by Pinecastle about um you know doing my own solo project which has been the ultimate goal from from the start that's cool
2: and that's um next new heartbreak right that's the name of that Yep,
3: next new heartbreak is the uh, title of the album and that's also going to be the the first single off the album which is going to be released uh november 30th this year okay and and you know i'm 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 very proud um of the, the project i'm I'm grateful and thankful of everybody that's you know been involved in the project. Um, some of the guys from sideline, um, you know, they came on and, uh, and and played on there with me. And I had uh, Ron Stewart play fiddle on the project, and he also played banjo on one cut.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then one of my childhood heroes that I probably, if I had to say, the reason I even played oboe, is cause of this guy, but he was very gracious in letting me recording uh, record two of his songs. Um, and he actually guest guest on there with me. It's, uh, his name's Clyde Maddox. He's from, Kenton, North Carolina. Okay, I Don't cool. too far, you know people, from my parents, but uh, but he's definitely one of my heroes, and uh, he's the reason I even picked up a dobro. Mm. So he's, so he's on there with me, and then obviously, um, Dolly was very gracious to sing a song and allow me to record one of her songs that she had wrote many years ago and she actually um sang on, on that song with me The song is on uh, Appalachian Memories oh cool it's a song she wrote about uh, her dad going off to up north because there wasn't any work here in the mountains mm-hmm. and now he went up mm-hmm. know, to Detroit to the, the car manufacturers and work and he just got so homesick that he had to come back home so mm-hmm. that's a song that she wrote about that and and kind of tied it in with her experiences you know with mm-hmm. her music career so and then uh jeff and sherry um they sang a gospel song with me on the project and this song really you know has a lot of meaning to it it's always been one of my favorite gospel songs it's called beulah land
2: uh-huh yeah
3: song song written by squires parsons and um it was one of my grandmother's favorite songs, and uh, my grand that's my dad's mom. Uh, she's in a assisted living home now, and she's got you know Lewy body dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm, and
0: mm.
3: She has her good days and her bad days, but what makes it so special is I went down to visit her or had a visit with her uh, about a year ago, and we always sang that song together. And you know, I said, "Well, Grandma, you you want to maybe sing a song?" And she said, "Yeah," and she sang, and she and. For some reason, that day was just one of those good days, and she remembered the harmony part exactly, and I was able to record it with my phone,
0: mm. and,
3: um, when we, we went to track that song in the studio, I had an idea, and we were able to put me and my grandmother at the front of that track and fade into, you know, the rest of the song. Oh, so, cool, um, yeah. Very special to me, and, um, I dedicated this project to her, and mm. so, uh, so that's special to me. So I was very grateful that Jeff and Sherry it was honored to be, you know, that loud, come board and do that with me. Mm-hmm.
2: So. so what will, um, what will, uh, how will you get to, to play this out? Will you, uh, work with the guys at, in, in sideline or will you, will you do your own thing, uh, in addition to it? Well, or?
3: um, you know, at, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm happy with sideline and, um, you know, and we're doing some big things,
0: uh-huh.
3: but you know, the ultimate goal here is, um, to, to, to branch out and, 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 to do my own thing at some point yeah. in one day. Um, you know, that's been a dream of mine for years. Um, and, and it's kind of more relevant, you know, over the past few years of, of being out on the road. And even with Jeff and Sherry in the past that, you know, people come up to me and they, um, they, they want to see that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've never been the type of person that that had an ego. I've always been a side man. Mm-hmm. I've always been a part part of a band. And, but um, but folks come up to me all the time, and they're wanting to see that. And you know, um, but like I said, I, I you know I don't have an ego at all, and I just love to stand up there and sing and play and, yeah. and entertain folks. So, but at some point, yes, you know, I, I would like to. To do my own thing and have my own band one day and travel and uh, so that's the ultimate goal mm-hmm. but for now you know i'm i'm happy doing what i'm doing
2: yeah well we're excited for you that's awesome man what a what a great story um the album is next new heartbreak and it's uh brad hudson brad is the album out and and if so or if not when is it coming out and when can people get it how can they get it
3: um, the album, uh, I guess, the official release date to the public will be uh, November the third of two thousand seventeen.
0: Okay, all right. And at
3: that at that point, it w- it's on Pinecastle Records, and um, at that point, it will be available on all the resources that they, you know, go to, you know, the the um, iTunes, sure. Amazon, Amazon, yep. baby, and even on my website, um, Brad Music, uh, dot com. Okay, um, it'll be it'll be available on my store. But before that, um, I'm sure that I'll have you know copies on our road shows and our tour dates and stuff like that. So that yeah. the folks uh, they're able to get that at uh, live concerts, but um, but if not, you know November the third when it's released to all the iTunes and everything like that.
2: Awesome. Well, it sounds like there's some really cool tunes on there. We're certainly looking forward to hearing the rest of it, and uh, we wish you the best, Brad. Appreciate the time to catch up with you.
3: Yes, sir, and I appreciate the opportunity to do this.
2: Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com.
1: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.